0: Welcome, welcome, welcome to episode number 29 of Sales Team Rescue. I am your host, Jeremy Demerchant, and today we have another special guest with us. Now, as a conversion copywriter, Jen Robbins supports established women business owners with high converting sales funnels, eye-popping website copy, and solid strategy and coaching, getting them qualified leads, subscribers, and sales that get them one step closer to Epic well <laughs> and the lives that they deserve. Now, she also lives with her family in a zero stoplight town in Oklahoma, but that doesn't stop her from working with clients all over the globe. Guys, join me in welcoming Jen to Sales Team Rescue. Welcome, Jen.
1: Hey, thanks for having me.
0: So, Jenna, we used to work together, and I was, mm-hmm. I was, uh, I, I loved your, your passion for helping people get their message right. Mm-hmm. And I know for a while you, you worked with a few different audiences, but right now, as your intro mentioned, you're focusing on working with women. Mm-hmm. Um, And with this show, uh, we want to focus on how do we bring your skills, your superpowers into working with the sales team. And so I want to really dig into that magical C word, which is conversion and the role <laughs> that copy plays. Um, right. So, I'm sure lots of our audience has tried to create a website or send an email and write their own copy. Um, Tell me what got you into this this space of being able to influence people with words.
1: Um, That's a great question. Uh, The long story or a short version of the long story is that I've always loved writing, but I also have a business degree in accounting from the University of Oklahoma. And so this is kind of a great way to like merge those two of my love of writing and actually like business and helping people get more sales from their copy. So it's kind of a merge of both worlds.
0: I love it. I love it. I love it. So you've seen, I'm sure many different, I guess what people in the online marketing space will call split tests when it mm-hmm. comes to uh, the good, the bad, and the ugly of copy. What's the most extreme difference you've seen in um, whether it's your own example or someone else's where someone who like went and d- took a shot at their own copywriting and then versus someone who came in as a professional copywriter. Uh, what's the, give me an idea of like how big of a difference that can make for somebody.
1: I mean, it depends on the person, but it can be huge, especially if we're talking about smaller businesses. Um, if it's an, an entrepreneur, a solopreneur writing their own copy or they're uh, the leader of a small team. Um, it's hard for you to step out and see what other people are saying. Um, most people I found when I work with them, they get, they're just too focused. They, they know what they know and they have no idea what everybody else is seeing and the questions that they're going to ask. So they come in and they're writing it from, first off, from their perspective, um, which you never want to do, whether you're writing an email, a website copy, you're writing from the reader's perspective. Um, so that's a mistake that people typically make. But another one is, like I said, they're, they're writing something that, um, that they assume that everybody else knows. So if they're talking about, the first thing that comes to mind is like, a, like a, a business coach, let's say, or maybe a sales performance coach or something like that. Yeah. And they assume that people know what the crap that is. And sometimes they literally don't. Right. You have to make it very, very clear who you are, what you do, and why people should care. That's on your website. That's in your email. Like, mm-hmm. Don't give us a long, drawn out story. Tell us why we should care. And that's, that's I mean, in, in a sales email, it's the exact same thing. If you're asking for a meeting, like what, what's in it for me? Like at the end of the day, we're kind of selfish people. We want to know, like if we're giving our time, our money, what's in it for us and make that very clear from the beginning.
0: Gotcha. Yeah. I've seen a lot of sales emails go out, um, trying to get appointments with people or trying to follow up and there's, there's no, what's in it for me for the Mm -hmm. for the prospect, right? It's, um, Hey, I've got 10 minutes on Friday. Can you jump on a call? Like they don't know why they would ever respond to that. Right.
1: Right. Or you do it from your perspective, say, Hey, I'm really trying to hit my goal before the end of the month. Can you help me out? Right. They don't care about your goal. Reframe it. Say, hey, I would love to help you meet your goal by the end of the month. Right. Let's get on a call. Like even just flipping at that can make a huge difference.
0: I have had that happen too. Hey, we've got special deals because we're trying to get our goals in the, the month. Mm, that's great. Um but, better yeah. throw some dollars at me if you're gonna make me push my decision time. Exactly. Yeah. Awesome. So now we both play in the online marketing space a bit, mm-hmm. and uh, you see some very interesting things, I'm sure. And I see all the promotional videos and the fancy website copy. And I- mm-hmm. I'm personally great at reading through and determining whether or not it's good, but I'm not great at writing my own. Right. Uh, in fact, I'm not great at writing at all uh, for for copywriting. But but I, I I understand the feeling and the emotion behind it. But now there's this big push. In the marketplace where it's got to be bigger and better and the shinier cars and the bigger houses in the background mm-hmm. and, and that's translating into copy as well we were yeah. just talking before we went live there's this trend that you're seeing that's driving you nuts tell me tell me what that tell us all what that is
1: yeah so a lot of people in my circle are calling it like the bro marketing effect so it's mm-hmm. the people who you think that they have like the Lamborghini and they have these like fistfuls of cash, but they've probably rented that Lamborghini. They've taken out a payday loan for that cash and they're going to take it all back tomorrow, but they're doing that. So you think they're successful. And so that's kind of like ramped everything up to the next level. So everybody thinks that then they need to rent that private jet to get -hmm. on their next ad. Um, But that goes into copy as well. So you're working on, I'm working on a website for um, a law firm. It's a very kind of simple job, but they want like the best, like the best isn't good enough. Like literally the word best is not good enough. We need a better word for best and it can't be the greatest. It can't be like the ultimate. It has to be, it's like just taking everything to like the nth level. So whereas he used to say like things are, things are great and then now they have to be awesome and then they have to be amazing and then they have to be outstanding and we're building on it so much that like we're we're running out of words in the English language. We're going to have to start coming up with more words, reaching into urban dictionary and pulling things from there as opposed to i don't know just saying what it is. There's a certain authenticity that's lacking right now in marketing and even that word has been <laughs> overused. Right.
0: Yeah, yeah, totally, totally.
1: So, it's 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 it's, it's getting very difficult cuz everybody wants to sell the same thing using different words mm. that all mean the same thing.
0: My sales strategies are epic. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah.
1: epic wealth. I mean everything. Everything is, is right. straight up to the next
0: level. Yeah. Wow. So, so in this busy space, and and so there's a good chance that along that same lines, if somebody's doing um, email follow up or email mm-hmm. outreach to prospects, that those prospects are being bombarded by the you know the new flashy yeah. buzzword as well. Mm-hmm. So. How would you recommend, let's say a sales rep, approach email copy when they're writing something to someone that they've had some kind of, like they know they exist. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not ice cold, um, but it's it's a letter that they want to have somebody respond to or agree to a, an appointment or something. What tips can you give them to get the best result from that kind of email?
1: Yeah. I mean, write how you speak is a great place to start from. Mm-hmm. Um You can take things up to the next level just a little bit. Like, I don't mean like best isn't okay, but like start by writing like how you speak. And if you feel like you need to take it up a little bit more, then you can go from there. But how you talk is important. I mean, obviously there's going to be a tone there. So like how you're talking to your best friend is not going to how you're talking to this person, but how you would just speak in a normal conversation. If you're going to run into them at a networking meeting in a person, like how would you ask them for that meeting? Translate that into writing. So it may be a little more professional, a little more polished, but just honestly be yourself because people are going to see your flashy words and your obnoxious fake urgency. Mm -hmm. (laughs) They're going to see clearly through that. I mean, we're we're rolling into 2020. People are very aware of marketing tactics at this point.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. 2020, I call it the year for perfect vision, right? Everybody can see through everything.
1: Yes. optometrists should be taking advantage of
0: it. Right, I mean, <laughs> I know. I have not seen any any promotional ads from optometrists yet.
1: I know they're, they're coming. I'm sure.
0: <laughs> yeah, the coaches got it figured out though. Lots of coaches talking about 2020 vision for yes for the new year. Uh that's that's hilarious. He missed opportunity. So when we we talk to someone or about someone who is maybe uh, you know they're running their business and they've got a couple sales reps, let's say, mm-hmm. and they're going into 2020. What's the number one thing that you think they can use from a copy perspective to um, increase their conversions? Let's assume they have got a, a sales funnel um, or mm-hmm. some, some way they're collecting leads. What's the, what's the, the number one thing that they can do to potentially increase these leads?
1: So follow the rule of one, which seems simple, but you're writing to like one audience, one reader. That might be one particular person if you're sending like a single email or if maybe you're, you have a list of people you're sending it to. Think about them as like an audience of one. And then you have one goal in that email. Don't give them three options to do something. If you send one email, there's only one goal at the end of that email. And that's to do X. That could be book a call. That could be look at this link I sent you. But don't like send them a link, book a call, and two other things. You want to keep it very streamlined. One call to action, one audience.
0: Gotcha. Gotcha. I like that a lot, a lot. Super powerful. Now, with... (laughs) With things like sales funnels mm-hmm. and, you know, website copy, when, when a business is looking at how to take the next step for the growth, should they be first be looking at like, hey, uh, maybe my whole website needs a revision? Or should they focus on maybe one particular area that is like a sales funnel to enhance that? Or what's the, the fastest path uh, for, for a business owner to make a shift?
1: I mean, I think it depends on what their goal is mm-hmm. and what industry they're in. I mean, having a website that actually is decent is great. <laughs> um, you you definitely want your website to reflect your business. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's a good place to start because your website is usually part of your funnel. Um, you can avoid it if you want. Like we can have a landing page and send them emails. And so you can keep them from looking at your website if you really are ashamed of it. <laughs> um, it's definitely something you'd want to put some emphasis on. But you can. I mean... I'm a big believer that email is kind of one of the most important things a business can do, um, especially in the online world. But in, in general, um, email is much more personal. If you're out there and you're spending money on Facebook ads, that's fine. But take a look at your analytics and see how many people are really seeing them. And then look at your email list if you're using it. And what are your open rates? Cause they're probably going to be double what people are seeing on Facebook. Um, and social media, it's, I mean, I've been on Facebook since 2004, so it's getting, played out for a lot of people Mm -hmm. and email. Yes, we're probably tired of email, but you're still reading it. Um, there's a recent stat, like 98% of people check their email on a daily basis in the U S um, I'm sure that's similar in Canada and any, any place really that uses email. Like we're still checking it. We're still looking at it. You have to be a little more strategic than you used to. You can't just like send a like newsletter with like the little blocks and give us that information. But Email, I think, is definitely—I don't know about making a comeback, but it's still going to be like your primary source moving into 2020.
0: Gotcha. So, if somebody's had this, and I'm sure there's at least one person watching live now or listening, saying, oh, "I've been meaning to fix the copy on my website," <laughs> do they need to go out and just hire a copywriter to revamp to, to mm-hmm. revamp it all, or is there some way that they can have somebody like you just take a look at it and give you some give them some tips on tweaking it?
1: Yeah, you can definitely do that. Thank you. Um so we're recording this right now the day before or the two days before Black Friday. Um and so I'm running a Black Friday special which is copywriting SOS. So that's if you have a website that you don't love, um or it could be a sales page or even a landing page plus a couple of emails if you want to go that way. Um there's basically three options and you can go to copywritingsos.com, buy your SOS and then you'll fill out a form and I'll send you a 10 to 20 minute video review kind of letting you know like so, if it's a website, let's say I'd look at the homepage and four other pages, usually like a services page or an about page, and kind of tell you, okay, like these are the three problems on your homepage. Like, here's how you fix that. And that's usually um, telling you write it from your audience's perspective. Um, tell us what you do immediately, like cleaning up stuff. So, um, that's the same way for websites, sales pages. A lot of it's um, focusing on headlines, calls to action, the big, big things that are going to affect your conversions. Because my goal is to, give you this video and then I give you seven days of support. So as you go in and make changes, you can ask me questions. And my goal is at the end of that, that you're seeing a bump in your revenue or your calls. Um, I did a website copy review for somebody back in September and she immediately saw five new people call her within a week and she had not got a single call from her website in months. So those small tweaks can make a big impact. Um, Another woman did a launch and she'd had, she'd run the launch twice. And she's like, okay, well, I'm going to hire you to do this sales page review. Just kind of let me know what you think. She saw a 55% increase in revenue when she launched it after that. So these can be really powerful. And it gives you a chance to see, okay, this is what we need to fix. So you can make those changes now and then kind of put it in the back of your mind so that when you're ready to hire somebody, you know, like what important points you need to fix. And you can hire me to do that, or you can save that and hire somebody maybe locally or send it in house. But this gives you a chance to like see where to get started.
0: Awesome, awesome! So, guys, go to copywritingsos. dot com to get to get your your own SOS session. And yeah, if you happen to do it in the next two days, which you should, because there's a little bit better pricing on there. Um, jump on! For those of you watching the recording, the replay, um, or listening on the podcast, you can still go to copywritingsos.com dot and get an amazing offer, an amazing value for a great price. Um, but you know, Black Friday is Black Friday, so yeah, it's that's Black
1: Friday. the The deal is until um, December second. And then it'll go back up. So yeah, so you have a few days. But if you're listening to it later, it'll still be there. Just be a little more. Still absolutely worth it, though, if you're getting a 55% increase in revenue.
0: I love it. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. (laughs) Phenomenal, phenomenal. Uh, So I want to jump into what I think is the most entertaining part of the show. But I'm a little
1: biased.
0: (laughs) It's the lightning round. Okay. So this is where I'm going to hit you with four questions that I hit everybody with. It's going to tell us a little more about Jen Robbins beyond the business. Okay. okay. So Jen, as we know, coffee is for closers. Mm-hmm. What is your preferred kind of coffee or comparable drink?
1: I just like a plain latte.
0: Plain latte. Keep
1: it simple. I mean, I'll do like a creme brulee latte from Starbucks or like a lavender latte occasionally, but I, I like a latte. I don't love like Regular espresso, I don't need all the foam. A latte is perfect,
0: nice, nice. Yeah, next question What is the number one book or movie you would recommend to people looking to improve their sales conversions?
1: Book or movie? Um, that's a good question, and I can't remember off the ugh. book. Or, I, the first thing that comes into my head is not mm-hmm. a book or movie, it's Copy okay. Hackers, which is a website, okay, which is kind of a cheat, but they're based in Canada. Um, it's Joanna Wiebe, and she's like the queen of conversion copywriting, mm-hmm. and she has something called Tutorial Tuesdays. They are free Tuesday morning videos. She brings in experts from everywhere, and it is the perfect place to go. I mean, you can watch a movie. You can read books, but this is free. It's like bite-sized information, and then she has full courses. I mean, it's it's incredible, and I do not. This is not affiliated in any way. <laughs> um, she's just super great to learn from, so definitely copy hackers. Um, is a great place to go learn about conversion copywriting.
0: Awesome. Awesome. Okay. Now, side note, see, Jen just drove you somewhere that is outside of her (laughs) own business and has no association because she wants you to improve your copy. Um, So awesome. Thank you for that. Yeah. (laughs) It's one of my reasons why you guys should be going to copywriting.sos.com and grabbing her. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) Um, Next question. Who's someone that you've considered to be a mentor in your life?
1: Um, Sage Polaris is another copywriter. Um, She is formerly known as Sarah Greer. She actually changed her name this year, which Mm -hmm. is cool. There's actually no two different copywriters that have done that. Um, And I think it's kind of powerful to like embrace that. And I I mean, I did a little bit when we started working together. I was going by Jennifer and now I'm going by Jen Robbins. So um, there's a little bit of that. But Sage taught me a lot more about copywriting, um, kind of about how systems and strategies can save you time when you're working as a solopreneur. Um, she's got two kids. She's living in California and she's just kind of been a great mentor to help me grow my copywriting business.
0: Awesome. Awesome. All right. And final question. Oh, and we'll see if I can not be frozen on the screen here. All right. Final question. What is the strangest thing that you do in your daily routine to stay on your game?
1: I take a bath every night. I don't know if that is strange, but like, that's like my nightly routine of like, I have to do that to go to sleep at night. Like a hot bath doesn't have to be bubble bath, but yeah, hot bath, sometimes wine, sometimes chocolate, but definitely a bath every night.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Bath every night, sometimes wine, sometimes chocolate. I love it. I love it. Awesome. (laughs) Now you have got something for free that our audience can take advantage of. Tell us about that.
1: Yeah. Um, it's called, um, uh, sorry which uh, funnel is right for your business. And mm-hmm. so you can go to jenrobins.com slash which funnel. It's a quiz that'll tell, take you through the three funnel framework that I've created for my business and tell you which one is right for yours. It's based on Alice in Wonderland. So you either get the white rabbit, the Cheshire cat or the white queen.
0: Oh, very cool guys. Yeah. So go check it out, find out which funnel is right for you. Awesome. Um, Jen, if you have to leave our audience with one key thing that they can implement to make a shift and you shared a bunch right the rule of one love that yeah. um what do you think the number one thing somebody should keep in mind outside of what you've shared already
1: mm-hmm.
0: um to just make their co- their copy more impactful
1: i mean i've said it but i'm gonna say it again focus on who you're writing to yeah. i mean that's the biggest thing at the end of the day like the rule of one's great there's all that stuff but like who are you talking to get out of your own head and what you think and just focus on who you're talking to be a human being and talk to a human being.
0: Hmm. Yeah. It, it's, it's interesting. I think of it as like when somebody starts speaking for the first time, um, you get on stage and your focus is totally on yourself. You're like,
1: mm-hmm. do they
0: think I'm this or am I doing this or where are my hands going or whatever. Right. And I know I've done Toastmasters forever. It seems like so it's it was a while ago, but I still remember those days when it was all about me and mm-hmm. that shift that changes when you're a speaker to from being about you and being worried to coming across as professional confident is shifting your focus on the audience. You take yourself out of the picture and make it all about how do I deliver the most value. So that's a fantastic concept to apply to the copywriting as well. Forget yourself and make it all about that person that's going to read it.
1: Exactly. Awesome.
0: Well, Jen, thank you so much for being here in Sales Team Rescue. Greatly appreciate it. We should have you on again. I'm sure we can make that happen. (laughs) Perfect. Um, And guys, one more time, I'll put this up here. Go to copywritingsos.com to secure an SOS session with Jen. And if you can do it before Black Friday, well, I guess before Cyber Monday's over.
1: Yeah, uh, and it's Cyber Monday.
0: Then you get a little extra added pricing uh, for that. But anytime, anywhere, go to this page, get an awesome deal with high value as well. Um, And guys, thank you once again for tuning in, whether you're tuning in live or listening on the podcast or watching the replay for Sales Team Rescue. Go to salesteamrescue.com to catch the replay of this and previous episodes and to be notified of upcoming episodes. And on that very page, you can book your own sales team blueprinting session with yours truly. So, guys, we will see you next Wednesday, 2 p.m. Eastern. Be young. Have fun and keep selling. Cheers. Thanks. Thanks for joining me. Let's keep the conversation going. You can find more episodes and a link to join our online community over at salesteamrescue.com. If you haven't already, be sure to hit subscribe and give the show a review to help us reach more sales leaders like you. If you'd like our support in creating your own high-performance sales team, book a call with us at salesteamrescue.com.